Welcome to the Plastic Things Podcast. Welcome to the Plastic Fangs Podcast. I'm John Ramsey. Yeah, that was John Ramsey. And uh, this is Rodney Self. Yes. Hello. It is, uh, it's still October. Yes. <laughs> it's October. It's Halloween yeah. season. Yes. It's um, uh, girls wearing vests and leather boots up to their knees. On solo season, brah. It's solo. on. And I, I got to tell you, I've pumpkin been... Pumpkin Spice shot first. <laughs> You're right. Pumpkin Spice did shoot first. Uh, speaking of shooting first, I have been... Um, I just took a... I just donated some sperm. Yes. 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 Went to uh, the bank. I said, I got a deposit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's just say that uh, my lightsaber... Uh, Has been unsheathed. Yes. Yes. What are those little crystals that are in there? I forgot. They start with a K, I think. Um, calamari. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> okay, well. Well, George, you know what? George Lucas is wrong. Well... That's a whole other show. (laughs) That's a whole other episode. Speaking of George Lucas, we're going to watch a movie that's not directed by George Lucas. Yes, but by another George. Yes. That was a good segue, FYI. That was pretty good. Yeah, well, that's how I roll, That's how I roll, man. That's how you do. That's how you do, Uh boo-boo. This movie is directed by uh, George Lopez. No. Yes. I'm kidding. It would have been called... Dia, Dia de los Muertos. <laughs> Actually, no. It's uh, if you're reading the uh, the title of it, you yeah, know exactly title, what yeah, it is. You know what fucking movie we're gonna watch? It's a movie party for Day of the Dead. Yes, 1985. Not that remake bullshit from 08. I think. Oof. Yes. Oof. And there was also uh, Day of the Dead 2, Contagium, and and we'll yeah. get into all that silly shit. Oh, and then there was Day of the Dead another reboot called uh bloodline yes Ugh, i think it's on netflix Ew. Uh, but you know but but here i i got I, I, tell, I gotta, tell the truth tell gotta, the truth pizza boy i got a confession to make it's uh i'm that's my my dave roll here i've got another <laughs> i've got a confection to bake no uh, i've got a confession to make last night before we recorded this is my very first full viewing of day of the dead crazy i have made numerous attempts to watch day of the dead and have not gotten very far and and why you explained why well i typically fall you know i go to bed watching a horror movie and you whenever i'd get a chance it'd be like oh let's watch day of the dead let's go to sleep much like a lot what uh, what happened with the thing okay you know mm-hmm. it's uh you know i've got it in in my m- mind and my brain that i'm gonna watch it it's nighttime you know it's you know i'm gonna it's the right uh, time exactly um so so yeah so uh so yes the night prior 
to us recording this that's definitely in october <laughs> we um <laughs> i i watched it and uh and you know what what are your initial thoughts you can be honest okay um because this is this is a safe place it's all, all right, about honesty okay. all right, the so, truth to be honest with you it is the greatest film i've ever seen in my life liar he's lying that's not what he told me it's not what he told what? me i'm calling no, you out no no i am a horror <laughs> fan john i was gonna say liar liar horror liar <laughs> i am i am a horror fan so never ever would i watch this film and not like it because every fucking horror fan loves this movie that's not true that okay. is not true <laughs> all right so here's the deal people not a big fan of it upon first viewing however i'm an open-minded type of person and as i know john why don't you give how you feel i okay i initially hated this movie well let me take that back not hated it when i was a kid it creeped me the hell out it was way too much for me i stayed away from it uh and then when i got into, i think into high school and i really started watching horror movies um and dawn of the dead that weed no i never did that in high oh school. that's right it was yeah. me that smoked that was yeah <laughs> um and ben well that uh, yeah benjamin <laughs> yeah i mean you know i mean of course benjamin. His, his current career he fucking makes that shit happen so. man doobage legally I like, I like to think that maybe you know uh maybe maybe uh my uh stance on your, your the, influence my on the jazz cabbage back in high, high school maybe influenced him so ben you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> you're jazz welcome. cabbage i haven't yes. heard that <laughs> never heard jazz cabbage before. i think i did but i haven't heard i'm like what yes. <laughs> no. so nice. in fact in fact if ben is listening um i proposed to ben to create a strain named after the plastic things podcast uh maybe it'll it have did, little yeah, purple hairs with some red stuff and it'll make you feel paranoid at first because then you'll be like john but then horny as fuck because then that'll make you like rod if 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 he can somehow um like when the lights go out uh it glows if he can make it fluorescent uh kind of like you know the glowy uh plastic fangs that'd be mm -hmm. kind of cool yeah so if you're a fan and you're on instagram and you follow us on instagram at plastic fangs pod right cast yes <laughs> we're on fucking instagram yes um, plastic fangs podcast yes. follow jagged medicinals on instagram because that's our boy ben yeah. and urge him to name a strain after <laughs> after us <laughs> absolutely yes. so uh so yes uh 2021 is looking great ben you're welcome by the way for the influence in your career and um i'm still waiting for a little he's sample. got a big cloud of smoke around his head going from, yeah. <laughs> what, what was that what was that insects <laughs> i'm still waiting for a little i'm above i'm above from. all of you he's right, floating right. he's floating on a cloud above us like jesus <laughs> yeah. it's okay ben you know like put put a little bit in a in like a box of tampons and ship it to me it's all good they'll never know the difference except for the smell <laughs> oh yeah we'll wrap a, a fucking um, a, a dryer sheet around that shit or wrap two that's what it, 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 this is thing. incriminating oh is it oh, <laughs> yeah all right don't break the law Wink. anywho but the you day. were asking me um I, initially I, I i ran from it then when i actually watched it and watched it as a, you know 
like, oh, Romero movie, Dawn of the Dead blew this out of the water for me. And it wasn't until I got until uh, probably like my mid, mid to late 20s, I was like, you know what? I think this is a far more superior film than the other two. Interesting. Then, I know. I know. And that's like, what? Because, it, it, well, I mean, we'll get into it as, as we, yep. when we watch, start watch, watching the film. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, it, it took a long time to grow on me. But, but also to just technically, uh, as we get into it, wow. I mean, talk about leaps and bounds of how this movie went. So for the special effects and all that. So it grew on you. Yeah, it took a while. It took a much, while, but much mm-hmm. like uh, meteor shit. <laughs> meteor shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, that's a reference to Creep Show, yes. uh, by the way. Uh, Stephen King he touches a, uh, a meteor and uh, and uh, grows grass. He I mean, beca- not, he becomes, not the kind of grass we were talking about. He becomes but, like Swamp Thing. Yeah, <laughs> he becomes absolutely. a moss man. With Jordy Verrill right jordy verrill i believe yeah that sounds right um so uh as with all of our movie parties if you have a copy of day yeah. of the dead cue that some bitch up um i was trying to find it on shutter it was on there it's not on there anymore yeah so, it's not on so, shutter yeah anymore. so uh worst case uh either rent it buy it but uh mm-hmm. i say buy it because I, it is a good movie I'm doing the seven-day free trial with Shout Factory through <laughs> yeah. Amazon Prime. It's on there. Uh, it's only two ninety-nine a month for the Shout Factory uh, thing, so maybe you'd want to subscribe. I don't know. Mm. Fuck. It's up yeah, to you. Uh, but, I mean, there you go. So mm-hmm. find a way to watch it, whether you've got it on Blu-ray or whatever the fuck. Or, you know, uh, yeah. But we are got this motherfucker queued up. Yeah. Um, are you ready to plus, press uh, up? <laughs> I'm sounding like Mushmouth from fucking Fat. Uh, Alright, so we're going to press play in three and a two and a one. Bam. There we go. Yeah, now, well, she's taking a piss. Uh, <laughs> she's popping a squat. Yeah, That's uh, Lori Cardill. Yeah. Uh, she is uh, from... Uh, Romero dead series royalty, if you will. Her okay. father was uh, Chili Billy Cardill, who was yeah. the reporter. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, he was the horror host in Pittsburgh. But yeah, that's Lori Cardill. She's, um, she plays, was it Sarah, I believe? Sarah Smile? Yeah, yeah. Sarah, Dr. Sarah Bowman. And now, remember, uh, remember this scene? Yeah, she, she well, featured yeah, in a movie, in a TV show that we really like. Uh, Your son really things, likes, right? Yeah. Yes. And uh, she's checking out the calendar. Uh, her collar is popped because so you, it is 1985. You know it's, you know it's the 80s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this the world premiere of this was on June 30th, 1985. And it was given a limited release on July 3rd, 1985. So when, when, uh, when they showed it in the TV show of Stranger Things, oh, they're in hands. <laughs> yeah. One of those hands was her husband's, by the way. He grabbed her boob. Oh, it did. Oh. FYI. Oh, okay. Well, oh. you got to hand it to him. <laughs> Bad jokes. <laughs> ah, yes. All right. So but, they're um, flying over Pittsburgh right here, right? No, no. This is Florida, remember? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, okay. I'm going to start naming off all the actors that are in this helicopter. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Lord, there's Lori Cardill. She is uh, again uh, from if you wa- listen to last week's uh, Return of Living, uh, sorry, Night Living Dead, nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a uh, Carnegie Mellon University alum. 
<laughs> Everyone is. Because if you went to Pittsburgh, you probably went there for college. Consistency is key. Now, who yeah. is uh, the guy with the, uh, with the uh, uh, you know, Bert from Bert and Ernie uh, eyebrows there? Who? The, the, the Irish guy? Yeah. That is an Irish actor. Uh, his name is Jarleth Conroy. Uh, he plays Bill McDermott, the radio operator. Uh, Terry Alexander is the pilot. He plays John. He didn't have a last name. It's just John the pilot. Uh, and then the other guy is Miguel Sal- Salazar, Private Miguel Sa- Salazar, which and, is, uh, Anthony Delio Jr. plays him. And he's freaking the fuck out right now. He's like, he's, he's holding on to uh, his uh, rosaries, I guess, mm-hmm. or, you know. Apparently, he stayed in character, constantly stressed out as as the character Miguel throughout the entire shoot of the Man. movie. I mean, talk about that's. I mean, that's Commitments. commitment. Yeah. <laughs> but God, I mean, not to say I've ever I've been on a bunch of movie sets, but the little bit of mm-hmm. like videography and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm not an actor. Yeah. <laughs> I get well. Let me take that back. I'm not an actor. I couldn't imagine just being in that mode. But I mean, hell, I mean, that's why they get into it. So we talked about uh, in Night of the Living Dead, um, Barbara's transformation into kind of a warrior in here. A badass, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's just, I she's, mean, she's just, already. She's all, yeah, th- yeah, this this lady is just like, she's, mm-hmm. if you look, I mean, and she plays her really well. She's a, she's a scientist. She's a doctor. Yeah. And she looks at everything as like, we, we need to get more data. We need to get more information. So she's like, let's go, let's drop down. Yeah, he was like, if he, he goes, uh, once I once I see some danger, we're getting out of here. Right. <laughs> I don't care if you're on or not. And okay. uh, we saw Tom Savini's name pop up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're about to get a really good uh, good opening shot here. Yeah. Him him screaming hello on the megaphone. That is actually they took the gorillas took that as a sample for yeah. the beginning of a song called um, I think it was M one A one. Because I remember when I got that that album back in like 2000 or something like that, or 2001, I was like, hey, mm-hmm. I recognize that from Day of the Dead. Yeah. Um, the hello, I mean, is hello. It kinda, hello. It kinda, <laughs> it's like Seinfeld. Hello. <laughs> it, it's very annoying to me. And look at that, all that money. All just, that, well, just like remember how like in like mm. the 1990, when, yeah. oh, the Dead Walk. We yeah. saw that newspaper, remember? And and it says uh, the president uh, is missing. Yes, uh, actually, I can give you everything that's on there. Oh, this okay. This is the first zombie you see. Here we go. You know what? It, you know what he was called on set that this character? Uh, Jawless Doctor Tongue. Well, so I guess I guess the character was a doctor, and I guess they just huh. created that. And so yeah, Doctor Tongue. That that sculpture that uh mm-hmm. for because that's all a puppet. That was uh, the 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 head cast of Tom Savini was used oh, wow. for that. Yeah, so I was like, oh shit! And here you got <laughs> you got you know Taurus. You had the person working in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. You got the band uh, person here. Yeah, you got uh, Tarantula Zombie Edison Theater. Yeah, I mean, and look, the alligator, alligator man, just <laughs> chilling. Huh. Yeah. Oh, you can eat it. Oh, you can eat buffet. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> Look at those zombies. That's... Yeah, this is the first time you see you see all these zombies, and they're all different. Yeah, they're all like they're more gray. No, let me take that back. They're not really blue, even though some of them kind of do. Yeah. Maybe they made some of them blue here in the beginning to kind of match dawn. Yeah, and then once they get over to the the cave, it they're completely different. Right. And again, the whole hello, it was unnecessary for it to go on that long. 
I don't know. I thought it was because I thought it, it, it created tension because he's saying hello to all these dead things that are coming to eat them. <laughs> you know, I thought that was good. I don't know. I would have. He should have left it at one hello, and that's it. I mean, maybe three. he overstayed. He overstayed three his or four. You know, but but again, I mean, so yeah, I mean, he's he's out. Yeah, <laughs> he, he fuck, dude, the way that dude runs. I, I know. I mean, if you yeah. if you listen to this, I'm hoping you watched it. So I'm gonna do early spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, he remember when he gets bit later? Yes, yes. Everyone remember that he gets bit later and watch him run away. Up oh, there's oh. a nod to Ben. There's a nod to weed. Ben. Yes. <laughs> there's there's a young uh, Greg uh, Nicotero. Yeah, reading the Hustler. <laughs> but um, that Dead Walk newspaper or the mm-hmm. Dead Walk? Yeah. Um, Resident Evil the first movie was inspired by that. And so they use that Remember, That's at the very end of there. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, and now here's what says it said on the paper, the head, some of the headlines from the newspaper read vice president, declare state of emergency whereabouts of president unknown suit, uh, food supplies dwindles and man bites man. Uh, sorry, man. Yeah. Man bites man instead of man bites dog. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. They, they, the dude's still freaking out. Look, he's just sitting. There. Yeah. I've done. I've done on a vacation one time with my parents. I was like, I don't want to get out of this car. This vacation sucks. Oh, I don't yeah. want to get out of here. Maybe if I stay in the car, we'll go back home. <laughs> now, what's the point of tying down the helicopter? I mean, well, because if a wind comes through, they don't want to get batted, like battered. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Can, yeah, I got because you. If, if you get it like a ding in that thing, it yeah. is not going to fly. Right. Man, everyone has shoulder pads in this because it's 1985. It's the 80s. Do yeah. a lot of coke and vote for Ronald Reagan. Right. And, and you know, uh, she's like, uh, fill it up. And he's like, uh, no, no, he's saying fill it up. Yeah. And she's saying, no, do it when they can't see it. They're right. all riled up. Yeah. She's like, get out of that helicopter. Oh, man. Yeah. This, he, this guy does it. Uh, Anthony Delio, he mm-hmm. does a really good job. He he annoys you, but he he sells it. He's 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 out of it. This guy, this guy is uh, to this movie what Franklin is to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's not that bad. Oh, he's Dude, that bad. Franklin, he's worse than Franklin. No, he's not. He's a man <laughs> on edge. Franklin didn't have. Franklin was a piece of crap before <laughs> he was. He got chainsawed in this. <laughs> it was annoying itself. <laughs> and apparently that guy. I know I'm di- I'm digressing yeah. to uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh-huh. That actor stayed in character. Yeah. And everyone hated him. They're like, Ugh. <laughs> oh right. yeah, Major. Okay, oh, plot the, point. The, yeah. Major Cooper died that morning. Now yeah. that is here. Okay, when he says then then there were twelve. Yeah. I think that's a biblical reference. Yeah, because the twelve apostles, and who would be the Jesus? Uh, her. No, 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 no. There's twelve living. Oh, who who would be the oh, Jesus? The, the the Colonel, the guy no. that died. Who? I think it would be Bub. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, because if you look at it, he's resurrected. Yeah, we'll meet. You know? We'll meet Bub uh, yeah. here soon. But yeah, yeah okay, I get it. I get, mm-hmm. It. Mm-hmm. I get jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because when I heard that, I went, huh. Mm. Now, Terry Alexander, mm-hmm. uh, this actor, he plays Jamaican helicopter pilot. Um, and he, he's indifferent to the situation, I wrote, and feels that studying and living underground is futile. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, their days are numbered, so go find an island and live what time you have left, because he's going to say that later. Um, he originally screen tested uh, for the role of Lando Calrissian for episode five. Damn, wow. Star Wars, yeah, I, yeah. He would have made a good one. Look at him. He's, he's yeah, he's he's yeah, he's yeah. like a gunslinger man. He's very he's very yeah. Landoish and and Han Soloish. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, one thing uh, about this film, uh, we talk about Day of the Dead. Um, George Romero mm -hmm. actually signed a three picture deal with what company? Um, some company <laughs> with a uh with a company right um the three picture deal was actually um george romero definitely wanted a couple uh movies to be made but the the three picture deal was one of them has to because dawn of the dead was a huge hit yeah you know yeah. so one of them had to be a dead movie but here's the thing they couldn't use the characters from dawn oh. of the dead oh. for day of the dead because Different companies different companies and they were you know obviously those characters were it's like owned. it's like how the uh all the evil dead movies are from different under different productions exactly and the, how they yeah. had a hell of a time for ash versus evil dead that's why you don't see any of the time travel shit from army yeah yeah because universal and all that stuff <laughs> oh that's how about that do you know what the other movies were that he ended up doing so after cre creep show was uh, one of them and another one is it would have been around the same time monkey shines no no i don't know <laughs> let me let me find it out. i'll see it when i see it on the IMDb. um they're they're in the caves by the way those are those that are not watching the movie at home mm -hmm. they're listening to us they're down in these uh man talk about being very claustrophobic in this thing i remember watching this for the first time just going is this a real place is the yeah. i mean it's a crazy set but this is a real there used to be a coal mine it was the uh if I can find it, Wampa? No, not Wampa. <laughs> Wampa. Or what's it called? The Wampa. Shit. Uh, but yeah, the uh, this is a real. Uh, it was originally a coal mine. Got converted into a uh, storage facility that's underground in Pennsylvania. Oh. And yeah, the caves. It's a uh, oh the crescent from 1870 to 1946. It was the Crescent Stone Company mined the limestone for its cement manufacturing thereby setting the stage later uh, for the later site development. Mm -hmm. In the mid-50s, the U.S. Air Force created an engineering study to create bomb-proof storage depot at this site. Uh, military never followed through with the plan. The property lay dormant until 1963 when um, a company called Page Abjet, an aviation service company, and Medusa Cement Company jointly owned uh, and, de uh, and developed the mine into the Womp, yeah wampum mine storage mm. company so like all this stuff this is just an underground storage facility well wampum was the money native americans used i thought it was wampum it was wampum. <laughs> is wampum okay yes um so the other movie uh well, out of the three films was night rider night riders oh that makes sense because when he did night riders he said, this is going to be the last movie I do that's going to, that I have total control over. That makes sense. Okay. Well, no, I mean, so Dawn of the Dead came out. He signed the three-picture deal after, mm -hmm. um, after Dawn of the Dead yes. uh, to do Knight Riders, Creepshow, and Day of the Dead, all of those under the same company. That so, makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense because uh, he talks about in, a, uh, in an interview, George, mm -hmm. 
And he was talking about, uh, let's see if I can find it here. He was talking about how he, he had like, he had a blast. This, he said this is his favorite, by the way, <laughs> out of the, the first three movies. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. He uh, described the film as uh, a tragedy about lack of human uh, communication cause, causes chaos and collapse, even in this small little pie slice of society. Mm. Um, he said this is his favorite. For the longest time, fans of the series said this was their least favorite, <laughs> but it's gained an insane cult following since its release. Uh, oh man, where did I have it? He, I have a quote from him. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll find it later. These two guys, um, Steel and um, uh, Rickles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the guy, the the little guy, his name is Rickles. Uh, Private Rickles. Sad news. He died in 1991. It was a, it was an automobile accident in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh wow! And so he only did about five movies. He was in another uh, George Romero film, Tales from the Dark Side. The movie he played a cabbie in the segment Lot Two Forty Nine, which I believe that was the one with uh, Steve Buscemi and um, Christian Slater, Slater yeah. with the mummy. And uh, then he was in that Brad Pitt movie called Johnny Swade when he oh, had that big hair. Really? He played a bartender. And then he was in uh, the, his last movie that he was in was uh, John Goodman movie as uh, oh uh, uh, the Babe when he mm. played Babe Ruth uh, he played a uh, oh the Ralph Marario that's who Rickles is oh, his yeah. real name uh, he played the character named Ping in that movie but yeah mm. that was his last movie he, I, and it di- didn't say I couldn't find much detail about the uh, the car accident but mm. I was like oh my god that makes sense because I'm sure he would have been in tons of movies sure. he would have been like that guy you know yeah like a character actor yeah and, and I mean in here they're just I mean oh <laughs> I wrote down uh, <laughs> this made me laugh I said uh if still in Rickles, if they had received senior superlatives in high school, they would have been. They would have won most likely to rape. <laughs> because, oh yeah, because these two guys. Are these like, are bad dudes, man. They're just on the verge of like just yeah. Let me look at him. He's about to like feed him right. to some zombies here. Uh, Miguel, who's already losing it. He hasn't oh, yeah. had any sleep for twenty four hours, and he's like, "You almost got Rickles killed." I um, mean, and just yeah, dangling him right there. And, yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> to the zombie it's he does a really good job by the way yeah i mean i i I think everyone did a really good job in this movie they're acting i was just like holy cow like i mean it might seem over the top but i think i've seen it so many times now where i'm just like hey i I, okay Mm -hmm. how would i react if i was down here and then yeah (laughs) i mean you would think though they would go topside sometimes you know i mean maybe yeah, I mean, I don't know. Or maybe they just stay the fuck down there. I don't it, know. It seems like they just stay down there because yeah. it's all research. They're, tr- they're trying to research to try to figure out. And again, you talked about the uh, the comparisons to uh, to Resident Evil. You mm-hmm. know, there's this underground science base, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it's. This was like, now this was more for like a, mm-hmm. like if an atomic bomb dropped. Sure. You know? But uh, no, but they end up just using it because uh, I because I started thinking like Florida where would this be at because it couldn't be near the coast it had to be more mm-hmm. you know inland, inland because yeah. of yeah you just the ocean if it, if it got too crazy in, in hurricanes it would just you know mm-hmm. it would uh, it flood out mm-hmm. so it was, yeah if this is if this was in Florida it would have to be like 
further into the middle and pr- closer to the like Georgia. Now, wasn't it a horror hound uh, convention that we went to where they we actually saw Day of the Dead? They panel? they had about five of the actors. It was yeah. in Columbus. I know. In twenty twelve, uh, I Columbus, mean, these Ohio. two right now they were there. They, they were, were there. The mm. um, oh, uh, actually, one of the privates was there uh-huh. uh, who worked with uh, who was a like a, just like John Volich was with mm-hmm. uh, with. Night of Living Dead, 1990. He was a protege and also a really good friend of uh, Tom Savini's. Like when it, he 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 did stunts, I believe, and mm-hmm. I know he did stunts in this, and he ended up doing stunts later on. Uh, he, uh, he, yeah, we'll see him later, but I'll tell you exactly that guy. Yeah, and this guy's really losing his shit, man. I'm telling you, it's it's he's he's out of it, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Where are you? Where are you, little bastard? Here's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a girl's right voice. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Oh, uh. John, John Paletto. Oh, man, he is a good villain. Mm-hmm. You hate this man, Captain Rhodes. <laughs> I mean, from the moment you see him, you hate yeah. him. And the thing is, I never noticed this before. And this tells you how stupid I am. I don't catch anything on the first, second, or maybe 20th time. Uh-huh. Major Cooper died that morning. So now he's the he's newly in charge. And he's drunk with power. He, already. Yeah. You know, whatever he was on before, he couldn't do uh-huh. until after. And there, here he is. He's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's given oh, orders to Bill Nye, the science guy. That's you know? true. <laughs> um, here we go. Uh, Tasso Stavarkris. Uh, he plays um, uh, shit. The, the other actor you're just talking about. Um, Bill Nye, the, the science man? guy? No, 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 huh? no. Oh, shoot. I was looking him up. You know, I'll come back to him later. Mm-hmm. I'll come back to Tasso. He's one of the privates. We'll see him later. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Captain Rhodes, let me tell you about old Captain Rhodes here. Um, Joe, Joe Paletto's playing him. Uh, he passed away in 2019. Really? Yeah, he uh, March March 24th. So it's been uh, shit, a year and a half roughly since he passed. It was eight days before his 70th birthday. Uh, yeah. He was in um, Wishmaster. He also was in Pulp Fiction. He played dean martin impersonator at jackrabbit slims so ah. i need to go back and take a look yeah um oh okay here we go he was cast as Rhodes, the film's antagonist as stated by Pilato, he, uh quote he pretty much just uh talking about george romero he pretty much just gave it to me i don't know if he auditioned other people but it was very quick i came in and it was like you got it Pilato had acted in two prior films directed by romero uh mm-hmm. the first being Pilato's uh, debut, he was in Dawn of the Dead. Ah. His, his scene got cut down a lot. Hmm. And then he was, uh, and the second was uh, in Knight Riders. So after, well, so, so what did he do? He did Knight Riders, then he did Creepshow, then he did this. Uh, and in between those films, he played his first lead role in a film entitled FX. Uh, in an interview, Pilato was, uh, was asked if Romero had him in mind for the, the character of Rhodes. And uh, Pilato stated that the one one of the reasons why he got the role is because the budget was being scaled down from seven million to three point five, 
Mm. And so he goes, yeah, that's why I got the role because (laughs) (laughs) they couldn't afford a a better actor because they would have had to pay more and that wasn't happening. (laughs) Yeah. He's man. He's, he's a good, but yeah, we ain't seen nothing yet. He's, (laughs) he's going to go nuts. Yeah, this actor, I forgot his freaking name. Um yeah. looks like there's a little uh a little uh a little romance uh between Maybe? Those two. A little. But but you gotta remember she's 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 been shacking up with Miguel, the guy who's been creeping out. Yeah. Like a uh, like spasm. Well, I think I think she got with him because she wanted to help him. And I think sure. that's her I think that's partly she wants to take care of him. That's well, my they, theory. You're the only female with all these guys. And I'm thinking the major kind of kept that together too. Like it yeah. be, it's like you know. a fucking buffet, if you know what I mean. It's a hey. dong buffet. <laughs> if if you know what I mean, and yeah. I think you do. Uh we they just introduced the uh character of Frankenstein. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. and Bub. And there's Bub. Yes. <laughs> he just popped up to say hello. Man, look at that makeup. Yeah, I mean, right away you see there's something special about Bub, but he he just hit her with the uh, Halloween scare. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, I didn't mean to, and then here, oh, I mean, this is this is gross, man. Yeah. This is some great special effects, dude. Oh, got he's got a Doctor uh, Doctor Frankenstein, Logan, Doctor Logan, mm-hmm. the mad scientist who's trying to figure out what to do, how to save humanity, mm-hmm. has a zombie uh, vivis. Dissected, chest open, and uh, guts all all around <laughs> up on a, a gurney. Yeah, this dude is not. He looks like like he could be the brother of Les Nessman from WKRP, doesn't he? A little bit, yeah. Look at him; he's all yeah. mad. I never. I thought the like when I was a kid when I looked at his makeup, I'm like, he's mm-hmm. got like dark circles. Looks like someone put, yeah, you know, like stage makeup on him. But I'm like, oh no, that actually. Oh, look at that special effect. Yeah, it's, I'm interrupting myself. It's a lot. Man, it's people, just the brain, man. It's, yeah. it's all the he, wires hooked up to the brain. and He removed the, the, the neck and the face and the skull and has the bre- the brain there. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, there's the skull, the back of it. Jeez, that's crazy. Yeah. That special effect, it was so easy to do. It's a rubber. It's rubber for, like, the bedding, you know, yeah, the head yeah. and, and the actors that's underneath. But when people came in and saw that, they were just like, what the fuck? What, what am I looking at? And also, I mean, in 1985, I bet people spazzed out when they saw this thing. Oh, yeah. Look at Bub. He's just standing back there. He's just waiting. Yeah. He's just chilling. He's doing that's how things. I that's how I act when I was when I would go to uh, dances back in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> I just stand awkwardly. because <laughs> no, you didn't you know you never had any of the jazz cabbage. That's why. No, dude. If I done that, I would have never came in. I would still still been in the parking lot <laughs> hiding under cars that were tall enough for me to get under. <laughs> Don't know <laughs> jazz cabbage. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, and then uh-huh. you find she finds out uh, the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, she, she about to. Shit, what happened to this zombie on the ground? He was too unruly. I had to destroy it. Yeah. <laughs> we can still get information from it. Oh my god, he just he looks at everything as product and and to dissect. He doesn't look at it as even that it used to be human. Right. Well, and oh, I mean, and that's a major theme in this. You know, it's losing your humanity. Yeah. Because yeah it's oh my god yeah this movie 
despair <laughs> yes these like the the romero movies do not fill you with hope <laughs> that's for damn sure but um let's 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 talk about old uh logan here this actor his name is um oh no it where is logan <laughs> there you are richard liberty um Oh, uh, he was in uh, another Romero movie, The Crazies from 73. Mm -hmm. uh, he was also in Porky's 2 the next day. Ah, Were you Porky's fans? I didn't really find it. I, just, I was like, oh, that's cool. He's in that. He was also in Disney's Flight of the Navigator. Ah, okay. Yeah. So he, I'm going to guess he's probably one of the scientists at NASA. Because mm -hmm. he, he definitely has a... Oh, zombie got loose. Oh, here comes the gore. Oh, the guts. Oh, it's just, yeah. Guts are spilling out. That freaked me out so much when I was in middle school. I was oh. like, I can't, I can't watch this. She's, she she's almost a, puked. Yeah, she's about to York. About That's, to boot. <laughs> and then there you go. He's dead. Yeah, those zombie like the like oh look look, and, he's yeah. Bub knows, man. He yeah. knows. He knows if he fucks up, he's gonna die. I, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Almost, man. Like the the whole okay. The whole idea of a thinking zombie, mm -hmm. I think that was another thing where I was like, eh, okay. But I, I, over, over time, I've just mm -hmm. grown to love that character. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here are all the privates. Check out the private. Check out my mm -hmm. privates. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the, uh, that actor who's playing a private Steel. Yes. His name is... Where are the notes? Steely Dan. <laughs> Steely. <laughs> Steely. Uh, no. Oh, here we go. Gary Howard Clark. Okay. And go figure. Hey. The Irish actor is the one that's like drinking. Incessantly. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, Clark. He has a really crazy backstory. That actor. Mm -hmm. uh, he was. Uh, he was born in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Uh, to, and he had adoptive parents. He was an orphan. So he was adopted right as soon as he was born. Um, he, he had 12 other siblings who were also adopted. He didn't find out uh, that he was adopted until many years later. Uh, he later played college football and he played professionally, but his career ended uh, after an injury, injury and he became an actor instead. Uh, he'd been in, a, this is the, the, the role that everyone knows him for. But he played in a Three Men and a Baby, and then the movie Big. Ah, okay. So and and with Pennsylvania, he probably went right over to you know, New York where they shot yeah. those. Now, uh, in '98, he found out that um, he got a call from the Connecticut Connecticut state officials informing informing him about his adoption for the first time. Mm -hmm. um, his best friend Steve, who he'd grown up with uh, ever since he was a kid, turns out was his biological brother. Wow. And then he found out a girl, he had, a woman he had dated in his youth was, was his biological sister. <laughs> it's like, what? No, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So uh, apparently uh, Dateline, NBC, and Good Morning America, mm -hmm. did, had, they showcased his story. So mm -hmm. I was like, wow. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. That's a hell of a story. Yeah. Apparently musicians love this, mo this movie because... Um, there's a this scene right here where he said, I'll have you shot. Mm -hmm. um, this was sampled in another song. Uh, if I can find it. <laughs> ah, 
Confessions of a Knife theme part two uh, from 1990 album, Confessions of a Knife uh, by My Life with a Thrill Kill Cult. He samples this dialogue right here and then samples still going bang you're dead and with all the guys <laughs> laughing in the background <laughs> like i was say, like for, for a movie that that was like yeah when this came out it was panned man mm-hmm. critics hey bang you're dead <laughs> it was it was not it, it was not <laughs> it was not uh received well a lot of people just thought it was gory, too gory, and, and yeah. just did not like it. But it did well, though, for money-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, its budget was $4 million, and then the box office was $34 million. Okay. That's pretty darn good. Well, yeah. I mean, you've got a $30 million, you know, uh, surplus there. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's all about making money. You know, that's that's why movies are made essentially. I mean, yeah, there's art films and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, a big studio wants a yeah. uh that ROI, uh return on investment. You know, and Yeah. But know. hell, what what was the the next Romero movie was what? 2005, Land of the Dead? Was that Oh, you mean no, dead no, no. movie or what? Yeah, his his next dead movie was yeah, it was in yeah. 2000 or maybe 2007. It wasn't until the 2000s, so it right. took a while for a new one to come out. So well, I mean, uh, you know, like you had said, it was his, uh, this was his, you know, last kind of dead movie, yeah. you know, and then, of course, you know, zombies became popular, you know, people were, uh, you know, going back to the well, they were going back yeah. and checking out, a new generation was checking out Night of the Living Dead. And I think know, it's because so many people in the 90s started catching up. Yeah, if they made out of cotton in the '80s, you know, especially home video exploded mm-hmm. in the late '80s, and then going into the '90s, and then my God, with DVD and all that, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. But I mean, how the I, that's when I first saw them. I didn't see them in the '80s. I, I didn't see them until probably yeah, uh, early to mid '90s. Oh yeah, and, you've uh, lost one man. We've <laughs> lost five. <laughs> Oh, he's nuts. Oh, there's a whole thing here, too, about him, about uh, Captain Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Um, notice how everyone else has a beard and he doesn't? Yes. Um, there is a, I believe it's a little, I don't know, it's a fan theory. All the military men have their beards grown. They have well, already given up shaving for some time, except Captain Rhodes, who still shaves and preserves his military look. I was gonna say because the because uh, Doctor Frankenstein here just he just uh, ended he oh blah <laughs> I hope that's tomato sauce on the lab coat. I mean he's not fully uh, bearded uh, obviously no but know. he's not clean shaven either though. yeah he kind of keeps up but the only one that really keeps up is mm-hmm. well I guess technically uh, Rhodes but he's mm-hmm. all the way clean shaven and uh, yeah. and Terry Alexander uh, John the pilot. He just has a mustache rocking, but he's clean shaven outside of that. But um, although this could be attributed to the character's military discipline, mm-hmm. it could also be interpreted as a sign that he refuses to face the reality of their situation, mm-hmm. which Dr. Frankenstein is about to mention here twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All signs indicate that they're probably the only people left, yet he still cares about looking like a proper officer. Because yeah, he yeah, because he is he is an officer. Everyone else is a private. They're most likely enlisted. Mm. So he was the last. Yeah, <laughs> and hell, he probably got a uh, he probably got bumped up to captain because whoever the lieutenant was, 
you know, before he probably got the well, he was probably lieutenant and then made cap because they died. Oh, here we go. The original idea that Romero had, uh, he wanted this to be his zombie quote gone with the wind. Big ideas, big sets, bigger everything. Um, following budget disputes and artistic need to release the film unrated, the budget of the film was cut in half, dropping from seven million to three point five. So once he said it won't be yeah. rated, it got half. Oh man! Mm. Uh, this forced Romero to scale back his story, rewriting the script and adjusting the original version to fit the smaller budget. A total of five scripts were written as Romero wrestled with the film's concept and the budgetary constraints. The first draft was over two hundred pages which he later condensed to 122. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, is the, this is the true original script, and to date, no copies of it have come to light. Uh, this version was likely rejected because UFDC, the uh, distribution company, felt it was too expensive uh, for them to produce, even with an R rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Romero subsequently scaled down the scope of the script into a 165-page draft, often erroneously referred to as the original version, then condensed it again to a 104-page draft labeled the second version, second draft. In an unsuccessful final attempt to get the story within budget parameters, uh, when this failed, he drastically altered the original story concept and ultimately produced a shooting draft that numbered only 88 pages. That's a lot. That's dwindled down a lot, especially coming from a 200 opus 200 page opus uh right <laughs> you know because like apparently he wanted he wanted also he wanted like an above ground facility mm-hmm. and then the below ground facility and i think he was going for a uh the time machine the eloy up uh, like up above mm-hmm. and then the morlocks down below the morlocks would have been the military along with the the zombies keeping them down there and corralled and then the scientists and civilians were like the Eloy, like, uh, oh, know? right, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, mean, I think he was going for that. Yeah, yeah, very. Uh, and and I had read uh, that the time machine was, uh, you know, influential uh, with oh, for that. this. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I I didn't. I didn't come across that. That's no, awesome. no. I I've actually I've I've read uh, articles and and things like that where where yeah, I mean that there was that definitely that influence but you know obviously uh you can only do so much within your budget you know and, yeah because he, he had like yeah like i think if you watch i think the documentary i mm-hmm. forgot what it's called uh something of the day of the dead mm-hmm. he, you can find it on youtube yes. uh they show like concept artwork of what the above ground facilities were going to look like so like all we saw was just like a big empty you know yard mm-hmm. <laughs> with a fence going around it and zombies trying to get in. Oh man, this is when Rhodes lays down the law. Yeah, anybody it's... fucks with my command. <laughs> yeah, it's my way or the fucking highway uh, right here. Yeah, uh, you, you know, and you kind of get this. Uh, you know, uh, just I mean, obviously there are are you know there it's like there are three groups you know almost you have your your people that are obviously on Rhodes' side you know you've got your people who are against and then it seems like well, you, you got the military you got are, the scientists and then you got the civilians yeah who are just like yeah um john and uh mm-hmm. and bill here they're just saying, "Hey, we'll we'll fly you and we'll do the rate we'll do the technical stuff but we are not a part of this yeah <laughs> 
yeah, this movie could have been a lot bigger too, but eh, I think they did a great job with it. Yeah. I'm watching the movie. I need to, yeah. <laughs> I need to give well, you more facts. Uh, it's, um, <laughs> you know, there, there's a lot of dialogue with this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, I mean, it, it's, uh, I mean, the, uh, it's, uh, the movie's an hour and 40 minutes long. Um, we went, you know, it seems like that you get, you know, some of the special effects and the gore and stuff like that. But obviously you have character and story building. Oh uh, yeah. They have to do as well. Sans well you kind of got to, you got, well, you got to, you got to, what's their, mm-hmm. what, what's going on? What are they trying to do? And then you got this monkey wrench of like this dictator oh, yeah. saying, if you don't do what I tell you, I'm going to execute you. Mm-hmm. And, and she's and having dreams. She's hallucinating. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> You know, hard. Yeah. And then here, here's our friend Miguel again. Who... The same thing happens to me when I eat too much. Uh, I get too many of the five dollar nacho boxes from yeah. Taco Bell. They're great, see, but God, yeah. they get me later. <laughs> she Guts. has these uh, hallucinations slash dreams, you know. And well, yeah, that because that was the, the the craziest thing that she had just saw that day, so it stuck in her mind. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember renting this movie from mm-hmm. remember farm was farmhouse not farm far more oh was yeah oh, sorry far more yeah, yeah. yeah and i just remember seeing the box mm-hmm. i have two versions of it on each vhs right yeah, here. show and tell john uh yeah, i think uh, it was this one with bub's face on yes i believe it was that one that and was I the remember, iconic one um, yes Yes. Uh, you know, and what I remember, um, there was a movie with John Cryer called uh, Morgan Stewart's Coming Home. Yes. And he was a big horror movie fan and mm-hmm. a fan of uh, George Romero, which uh, there's a scene in a mall where he uh, there's actually a signing. Uh, George Romero is doing a signing there. Oh, cool. Uh, but in his room, there is a Day of the Dead poster. Oh, wow. And yeah. that's like, what, 86? Uh, I think it was 86, 87. Um, uh, really good uh, film, uh, but definitely um, very representative of the uh, horror fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like in, in the shower with the chick when they're wearing uh, monster masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. He better yes. marry that girl. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what you call marriage material. Oh yeah, here's the zombies that yeah they still have them. See, these zombies are way they got way too much energy. My zombies after time they slow down. You know, this guy was just like <laughs> he was he's a John McEnroe of uh, zombies. He's he trying to get off that chain all pissed off. Uh, and here we go. We got a little uh, a little uh, snafu. A little uh, yeah. The the privates are all fighting each it. other. Yeah. I guess they're all drunk. Now. Uh, God, <laughs> that okay. The guy who was wrestling uh, Steel—that was um, <laughs> that was uh, Private Torres, who's played by Tasso Stavarkas. Um, that I met him at that same horror house. Ah, oh, goodness. <laughs> Phone, John. Oh, he so, was. He, so, so tell me. I mean, I mean about this because right now they're sharing a drink, but kind of set all this up and i'm sure you've got a lot of notes uh yes give it Uh, to me oh i will oh i will uh ladies and gentlemen uh the man went to the bathroom so it's the ramsey show okay uh tasso stavar stavarkas uh who played torres he was just doing a crazy stunt there wrestling the big dude still on the ground um he played a zombie 
uh, zombies over uh, over time in Romero movies. He's a stuntman. He was also the first human incarnation of the Captain Morgan character for the rum advertisements. I didn't know that, and that makes sense when I saw him at a uh, at a convention. He was kicking up his leg doing the Captain Morgan thing, and I was like, I don't get it. But he kept on doing it over and over. I was like, what's so funny about that? Now I get it. I totally understand from doing the research. Uh, he was also in an episode of Battlestar Galactica. He played the character Lucifer uh, for an automobile commercial. Interesting. <laughs> so, weird. <laughs> I told him what you did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn uh, but, it. I was trying but, uh, to suspend uh, disbelief. Yeah, you sent me a text. Dude, I gotta pee. <laughs> I got a bladder like a fucking infant, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, but Tasso, yes. the uh, the 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 one pri- uh, private, not Greg Nicotero, not the other guy. Yeah. He also played Pamela Voorhees in Friday the Thirteenth. Interesting. In, in the de- uh, decapitation scene. Ah, that's his hairy knuckles. That's his body. They put the fake head up on his shoulders. That's and right. And he's all bent it. over. Yeah, and you can see his hairy hands. Yeah, yeah. They're they're they're, they're grasping the air like. Yeah. Apparently he was. Oh, go ahead. I'm saying here we got uh, paradise, right? You know. Well, yeah, he's uh, John the pilot's got a a, a whole <laughs> wall that's kind of reminiscent of Scarface. Remember with the beach oh, <laughs> in oh, the yes. background? Yeah, down in down in this cave. Uh, this yeah, this is a, this I can see why people didn't like this movie because it's very depressing. You feel claustrophobic. They're underground. This uh, and also too. I kind of compared this as as a is kind of like from Night of Living Dead. Mm-hmm. It's like a gigantic basement that they're hiding in. Mm-hmm. You know. Instead well, of and like you this... figure this is the follow up to Dawn of the Dead. Yes. And Dawn of the Dead was great because it's a fucking shopping mall. Oh my God! It's to this. I mean, it it was so inspirational. It it uh-huh. spawned. Um, what was that video game that got sued <laughs> by uh, the creators and and then. It was Dead made Rising. by yeah. It was Dead Rising. It was made by Capcom. Did they get sued? Yes, they did. There is huh. legal because they had to put a little d- disclaimer on the front saying this does not, um, this is this is not uh, Dawn of the Dead. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I forgot. Ex- I have it. Uh, you know, it's in the other room. But yeah, if you ever look at the the, the, the original cover, it has a little disclaimer at the bottom of it. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, but know, um, oh, go ahead. A, a reason why he's happy is, man, he's got that natural light kind of down there, you know, in his little uh, uh, setup here. Oh, John. You know? Yeah, I mean, there are fucking um, those uh, uh, those other type of lights. What are they called? Fluorescent lights. Oh, where he got like the the nice bright halogens. Yeah. Well, well, no, it's he doesn't have halogens. They're like the the yellow kind of. Oh. You know uh kind of lights a little bit you know kind of like a little bit more like the natural sun Mm -hmm. um for those that don't know uh fluorescent lights they can affect your psyche man Mm -hmm. if all year round is fluorescent light all of the time it can actually deplete the the vitamin d in your body and it can really fuck you up well you you know what color fluorescent goes off right it's green it's a, it's like it's a, cause if you ever did remember the matrix oh yeah yeah, yeah remember yeah. when they they shot all the the matrix quote unquote uh-huh. scenes under fluorescent lighting so uh-huh. it gave a green effect i i learned that in uh, video production 
Interesting. Uh, so yeah, so you want to yeah you want to go for if you're trying to go for you got to white balance a certain way when you're using that because if you don't, mm. especially doing video, uh, you're going to have a green tint if oh. you're not trying to go for that look. And go. that makes sense because you yeah yellow sun and what you 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 need <laughs> you need vitamin D. I guess it doesn't produce vitamin D in your body. Right, but I mean, but still, you can kind of see in this scene right here, mm -hmm. these these characters are more relaxed than we've kind of seen them anywhere else looks more like they're outside yeah. right yeah that. and also too like uh, when they when she came into that trailer you saw the gun rack on the wall it kind of reminded me of the uh remember they how in dawn of the dead they they always stayed up in the room where they first came in at and right they turned that into their like their, their own bedroom uh-huh and uh they had like the guns on the wall with the gun racks so it kind of reminded me it was reminiscent of that i don't i mean of course, I'm sure this would have been a natural course for anyone <laughs> if you're going to have that weapons, but it was, it, it, it reminded me of it. Wow, I just realized that we haven't even got to like to Bub yet, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they, I mean, they, they, wow, and we're, we're 46 minutes in. They haven't exactly. even introduced like the, 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 wow, yeah. To, hmm, how about that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. I, again, I think it's part of the pacing too. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, I understand character development and story building and all of that, but you know, it's, mm. you know, it, it is, it's like, it seems like all of the dialogue is extremely heavy and depressing. And it's like, you, you feel, you dog. feel it. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Uh, Terry Alexander here. Mm -hmm. Tony Todd auditioned for the role of John for this character for oh. Day of the Dead. Okay. Uh, he, then, but he didn't get it. But he would later play Ben uh, in Night Living Dead 1990. Terry also <laughs> he played a character in a short-lived TV series. Did you know in 1983 they turned Casablanca into a TV show? Get the fuck out of here! Really? He, he, yeah, it was a prequel to the 1942 film. Good lord! Uh, it, it starred David Soul from Salem's Lot mm -hmm. and Scatman Carruthers, ah. of course, Dick Halloran from The Shining. Now, interesting, you bring up Satan's Lot. We'll see. You mean that in Salem? A Satan's Lot or Salem's Lot? No, I said Salem's Lot. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> that that's that, that'll <gasps> come up here. Yeah, soon. you're. Oh, yes, that's correct. Yes. So she's tired of watching blood spin around in a centrifuge. And yeah. She was like, I'm going to go to the first aid and I'm going to. Who's going to clean up that ripped up uh, package? Right. Isn't that crazy? It still has a, a, a running water fountain. Oh, I'm sure they got water tanks. Yeah. Like that are like in purifiers. Hell, they, the... if they're smart, they have like, yeah, yeah. Because remember the rest of that um, rest of the cave? Yeah. I'm sure yeah. they have tons of stuff that collects water and sure. yeah, like underground wells. So, I mean, that, I'm sure that place is, like, definitely uh, ready. Well, it was ready for <laughs> for anything. Except for man. Yep. And here, this zombie's pissed off. Though he is wearing a very stylish jacket. I got to tell you, for Florida, he's yeah. dressed a little too warm. Yeah. So, so if he's dressed like that, does that mean that uh, that it, it, the, the apocalypse happened in, in the colder? I mean, Florida can get, you know, down They've had frost. Yeah. I've seen some oranges get some frost on it. Sure, yeah. 
Okay, here you learn a little bit more of uh, Frankenstein, uh, Doctor Logan's um, yeah. inner demons. He he was definitely traumatized as a kid. Sure, and he and <laughs> and he had to resort to fucking tape to fix his glasses. Well, it's not like you can go down to the closest lens crafters <laughs> and get that well, fixed. Yeah, you're right. That wasn't very nice, you know. It wasn't very nice at all. Yeah, he's he's got some mommy and daddy issues. And uh, right here, there's going to be it, the music. Yep. There you go. Reference to, yeah, the Don. <laughs> and, he, and he's telling a fucking zombie to think. Think about it. You better think. Think. Yeah. Think of what kind of me would mean. Yeah, here we go. You can see the smile on his face. I mean, oh, this, this is, is his prize pupil. Yes, this is uh this is Howard Sherman. This is Bub. Surgeon called Bub. <laughs> right. I mean, who? I mean, defies all zombie logic right here. Yeah. Well, then later on too. Mm. Um, much like that what was it warm bodies with the fucking uh, the zombies in love with a girl and shit yeah uh, it wasn't Cordray in that yeah Rob Cordray Rob Cordray yeah he was in that movie too I was like oh man but then they had the bad zombies and they had the goods shut up <laughs> stupid that yeah I yeah well, <laughs> not a I fan mean, of that movie uh, Romero planted the seeds with Bub just saying true mm. but all, but technically this is i mean you could say frankenstein you know sure. but the the monster there you there go it is. you've got salem's lot the book you have a toothbrush and a razor razor nah he's like a five-year-old i don't i don't brush i don't want to brush <laughs> my teeth what this what this do <laughs> now this is a scene that kind of weirded me out a bit because I'm like, why would he give him a fucking razor with an actual razor in it? He could have just given it without the razor. Right, but he wanted to see what he would do with with something like because you gotta remember these these were things that were right there. He's tools that you would yeah. you would use all the time. If you shaved, you would shave almost every day. And then right it's here, routine. He, yeah, and he eats his skin. Gross. He eats his skin. Yummy. It's uh ode to chop. Oh. And then, <laughs> then he drools. Jesus. What that, is he a fucking zombie or something? That gets me in movies when people drool. Yeah, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I, yeah. I get I get. I think as a kid I was like, eh, no big deal. But now I'm like, ugh, it's it's too much. <laughs> And Romero uh, uh, probably putting Salem's Lot in there because of his love, you know, for well, Stephen King. At know, this they point, did they already did cre- exactly yeah. like they're they're great friends at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're already admirers admir- admirers of each other before yes. they met, and then yeah, they 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 were friends for life. Yeah. Um, I think, in my humble opinion, mm-hmm. uh, Howard Sherman deserved an Oscar for this performance as Bub. Now, I yeah, your face went what? Yeah, I I because I, I mean, especially I mean I know you really shouldn't compare performances, but remember later on they did they did a thinking zombie again in mm-hmm. in um Land of the Dead. I I did not really care for yeah the Big Daddy character uh, Eugene Clark even though he did a, a good job, but I think Bub was just I don't know man like you 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 see him thinking and you see and he I don't know there's a bit of compassion in there 
And that's, that's a lot. That's a tall order for just being, you know, you're being a zombie, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, since you're saying that, let's look at the 1985 Oscars, shall we? Well, it would be 86. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah. let me let me search uh, 1986 Oscars. Uh, it would be. I think he would have been. He would have been a lead. I think he would have been an uh, assistant. Oh, no, not assistant. Um, mm-hmm. What is that? You're not the. Uh, what is that called? <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, what was the competition? William William Hurt won for Kiss of the Spider Woman. Never uh, heard of best it. actor. <laughs> you never heard of Kiss of the Spider Woman? I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Um, Out of Africa won Best Picture. Ooh, not this should have won. Yeah, uh, Angelica or, Houston or, uh, won for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, Out of Africa won for Best Score and all of that. Um, this is the first time that a zombie on in a Romero movie ever talked. He just said Alicia, Bub. And now he's saluting Captain Rhodes. Dude, this scene right here is pretty good. I mean, look at him. He's like, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. With disgust. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's it's made up. But the competition that yeah. that he would have had would have yeah. been, uh, obviously, William Hurt won. Harrison Ford in Witness. As... as Oh, was it? Well, was he was a contender for uh, best support. Uh, yeah, these, these are so Academy Awards. See, I think he. I think this would have been a, nominees. I think he would have got supporting. I don't think supporting. this would have been. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's uh, let's look at uh, supporting. <laughs> they just gave. He just gave an unloaded gun to Bub. This is frightening. It is really like almost like a child. Mm-hmm. And he knows what it is. Oh my god! Oh, look yeah. at him just looking at. It. It's almost. Oh, I mean, he it. knows. Look at it. Look at that face, man. That is. Whoa, that's determination, and like I'm going to end you because you were disrespectful. Right. That is. That's well, pretty no, good. No, 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 no. See, I don't think it's. I'm going to end you he because you're he, did, he didn't. He didn't salute him back. Yeah, but here's my thing. If he was in the military and he saluted him, uh-huh. and saw another soldier and saluted him, and he didn't get saluted back. He would be the enemy, the one that didn't salute back. Oh, well, there it is. Yep. So, uh, Bub would have had to have gone against Eric Roberts from Runaway Train. Eric Roberts, uh, Klaus, my sister Julia Roberts, Klaus Maria Brandu uh, from Out of Africa, Robert Loggia from Jagged Edge, Robert Loggia, Don Amici from Cocoon. Uh, <laughs> and William Hickey for Prizzy's Honor. Now, can, honor. Yeah, can you um, guess uh, um, who won? Yes. I'm, mm, it wasn't Robert Loggia. Who was the first one again? Uh. uh, <laughs> uh. uh so yeah. uh Eric Roberts, uh Klaus Maria Brandeur, mm-hmm. Robert Loja, Don Amici, or William Hickey. I'm gonna go Don Amici. Don Amici won for Cocoon best. And I, th- and I think they did it because it, he's an older actor, and I think they went for that. And it was like, oh, it's a lovable character. 
He got a boner. Nineteen eighty six. That same year, Paul Newman received an honorary uh, Academy Award for. It was for, and it wasn't for his acting though. It was for all his um, salad dressing. Exactly. Yes. You said that uh, he was Caesar was a salad dressing making dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's where it starts kicking off. Yeah, this is when it starts getting. Yeah, this is when the fit hits the sham. Okay, and by the way, remember when I told you about the uh, the running of old Miguel here? Uh huh. Keep an eye on it because it's yes. about to pop up. <laughs> Makes me. I rewind it at least a few times when I watch it. I'm like, I got to see this run. Yeah, this guy. He, oh yeah. Oh, look, we got Kung Fu uh, Hustle. Uh, oh, she does. I wonder if they based it off her. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Uh, by the way, Greg Nicotero, uh, who is now kind of a horror, you know, oh, a master of horror. He's, he's, a, he's a horror icon. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about him uh, a, a little bit on our Walking Dead episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, Nicotero's dead now. He right? just got uh, shot yeah. by the other private who got bit on the neck. Oh, but, check um, it out. I didn't do it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is when uh, Miguel screws yeah. up. He's like, yeah. Look at go. that. He just grabbed that bite. And then, ah! There you go. Pow. Oh, wow. Okay, watch the run here. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Chuck Norris is dying. He got killed. He does look like Chuck Norris. Yeah. He's uh, Chet Norris, Chuck's yeah. <laughs> younger uh, brother who, who doesn't do any karate. Exactly. He, uh, he, he watches just... a lot of it, but he, he can't do any of it. He fakes it. Take me. <laughs> Take you where? You got a neck that's bleeding and and I'm low on gas. A little bit of a John Goodman vibe. He does, doesn't he? Still, yeah, still definitely has a John Goodman thing going there. Yeah. John, like John Goodman when he was the uh, the mm-hmm. coach from Revenge of the Nerds. Yes. I thought you were some kind of nerd. And here he is running again. He's like, you know. Oh, yeah. Boink. Boink. Oh, she hit him twice with a yeah. rock to knock him out. You know, I mean, that that must happen after a female uh, engages in coitus with a male, hits him with a rock. I can't tell you how many times I get hit over the head with a rock. No, that was, uh, that was with a cock. It, um, uh, <laughs> it was with the 12-inch black dildo, oh, like, okay. it, like yeah. in Lock, Stock, and Barrel when he beat the man to death. <laughs> well, that would, um, does make a lot of sense. So uh, here we go. Uh, uh, Miguel got the Rick Grimes treatment. Yeah. The, when, uh, she, when she originally did that with the fake machete, it bounced off of his arm. It didn't <laughs> do the funk. So uh, Savini had to make it out of wax. And so when she did, when he, when she did uh, that, because it, it already has the part cut out, it just, it was like a perfect hit. Oh, yeah. Now they're going uh, ca- to cauterize the wound. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, fucking a! Because look at her; she's like she's yeah. determined to do this. She look, there's no emotion. She's like, I got to do this. I got to do this. Yeah. Well, cool. uh, she's trying him. to save him. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, fuck. Uh. Oh my! You oh. see the bone? God. Mm. Dang, man. Yeah, the effects in this are very uh, realistic. Mm-hmm. It's uh... oh, it's great. This is, I mean, that that's why I think this is a masterpiece, man. Mm-hmm. Because uh, like even Greg Nicotero said, he goes, "There is no, there's no shot with special effects that that's lacking." 
Mm-hmm. He, he goes, he goes, everything that Tom did in this, Tom Savini, is like a perfect effect. It, it's executed perfectly. It, mm-hmm. It's there's not a bad one. I agree. I mean, yeah. I'm no expert, but I mean, I just go. <laughs> I mean, even the, what 85? How many years ago was that? Um, let's 35 see, years. 20, That's 35 uh, years ago. Yeah, it was 35 Carrying years seven. ago. Yeah. <laughs> and Minus they still hold up. 14. Yeah. There we go. Standoff. Mm-hmm. Right here. So they just lost Nicotero. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So there's only four military left. There's three privates and Rhodes. And then it's the three of them. Yeah. No, four of them. Sorry. Technically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's still the fifth military, M- Miguel. Mm-hmm. But uh, at this point, he's like, he's out. <laughs> We're kicking him out of the army. <laughs> And you know this could technically technically be a uh, allegory too, or a metaphor for how the military treated uh, veterans. Oh, you hurt, get them out of here. I don't want them. Yeah, you know, in a way. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's definitely a lot of symbolism. Uh, yeah. And it, 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 I mean, not just this movie, but but the other movies, and I and I, and I think that's like when you get to. Uh, land of the dead and diary of the dead mm-hmm. you know it's you know it's one of those things where those films definitely seemed like blatant message movies you know and, and it hits you over the head yeah. yeah yeah like yeah like survival my gosh that mm-hmm. was such a <laughs> that was like come on and uh and uh yeah survival diary land Yes, but not as bad as the last two. Mm-hmm. Those were really like in your face message. You're like, okay, I I, I get it. You can. Yeah. You, you it's like someone has a megaphone screaming in my face. Mm-hmm. I, it's a little loud. I totally understand what you're saying. Um, with uh, the zombies, the zombie effects they did in this. There's mm-hmm. four levels of zombies. Uh, the background ones were wearing masks. Now they did this later, I think on the walking dead. Uh, these extras would be shot in the, the far distance. Uh, they had up to 70, 70 to a hundred latex latex masks that were made to fit anyone, uh, like any random extra that would show up. Um, then the second one, uh, the second uh, level zombies would have no prosthetics. Uh, it would just be makeup and maybe some fake blood. Uh, their hair kind of did up a little bit. And maybe some cornflakes they would put on, they would glue on and then paint over to kind of make it look like some rot. Sure. And that would be all done by just like, you know, uh, makeup. Mm-hmm. The same makeup people that would do like, you know, the, the, the non-zombie actors. Then you had the hero extras. Uh, that was appliances were glued to them. Um, I'm guessing like, uh, like maybe the ones that were down here, uh, mm-hmm. like in, in, in the, downtown walking around and stuff. It, yeah and i think yeah yeah i think you're right yeah but then like bub mm-hmm. the featured zombies like right in front of the camera they had the major detail uh, it was the best of the best oh, yeah. so yeah so that, that's how it went with that so they so that with their production they would just have boom 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 you know have it like that if ringo star and mr bean were to have a child it would if be they, that actor if they could have scrambled their dna into that uh <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that centrifuge thing she was using earlier 
that's yeah that's jareth conroy mm-hmm. <laughs> or jarleth uh, conroy yes yeah you're right because i yeah everyone sick of calls him mr bean yeah who was the other actor you said um uh well it was ringo star ringo star uh, yeah. yeah but man look at those yeah he's definitely got yeah he's definitely got some um uh, mm-hmm. some rowan atkinson uh, <laughs> vibe going there for damn little sure bit, little bit <laughs> and you know since they're underground and stuff i mean i know they're in florida but i mean it's probably cold as fuck down there i'm guessing. oh hell yeah i remember going up to scranton uh mm-hmm. like four years ago and uh there was a uh you know they, they take i think it was an act of mine but p- part of it it was a uh a museum and they would take you down into it i forgot mm-hmm. i forgot how deep we went it was middle of summer and it was it was wet and cold. Yeah. So I can only imagine. Yeah, and this, I mean, that was on the other side of Pennsylvania from where they they shot this, because mm-hmm. where this shot was like near Pittsburgh. Right. But I mean, it's supposed to be Florida. It's supposed to be Florida, but either way, yeah. you underground, it's going to be dank and cold. Yeah. It just is a giant tomb, and that smell, that weird musty smell. I, ugh, it's gross. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was actually, speaking of, mm-hmm. though the mines maintain a constant temperature of about 50 degrees, there you go. Uh, it's, it's high humidity played havoc with the crew's equipment and props. Mechanical and electrical failures were a constant problem throughout filming and caused several of the special effects uh, leader Tom Savini's props to fail do, uh, during the filming. Despite these failures, Savini was nominated and won a 1985 Saturn Award for Best Makeup Effects. Nice. Pretty cool. And what was that, a fucking alien? I, mean, I didn't know what that was, man. Yeah. A desiccated, like, small person that was a head zombified? I don't yeah. know, man. That was weird. Um, with a lot of the effects on here, George would defer to Tom to design the zombies' kills. Uh, he, uh, he would sometimes write them into the script, uh, not the uh, other way around. Mm-hmm. So he'd be like, hey, I have an idea for, like, a zombie kill. George would go, what are you going to do? I'll write it into there. Yeah. And... Um, also, too, he would design the shot of how it was going to be shot. That's unheard of. Like the the mm-hmm. the DP would be doing that, uh, not not the special effects guy. Yeah. So yeah, so that that's pretty good. Apparently, there was a ton of freedom on Romero sets because he he he's one of those guys that, if I had to guess, just from you know a little bit of research, he he was the guy who was like, I don't have all the good ideas. Let me get let me get let me hire people that have a better idea than me that can do. Oh, there's yeah. Greg's severed yeah. head. <laughs> you can't keep Dr. Logan from cutting up <laughs> oh, fresh yeah. bodies. I need more bodies. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I mean, that looks... That's uh, pretty I mean, gnarly. Yeah. I mean, that looked just like Greg, because, I mean, it was a cast of his head, but yeah. Now, why the fuck is he stopping her from shooting <laughs> Because the gunshot would have... if, if oh, he, she, They, they would have brought right. them running. I mean, it was futile either way, but they would they would have got there quicker than <laughs> than they did. Oh yeah. Oh man, yeah. Now they're let's act nonchalant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here but us uh, walking around with our hats on. Oh, um, he's about to come into the scene here in a little bit. Captain Rhodes. Uh, he said when he wanted to get away and hang out, uh, you, you go out, uh, you go hang out in the shop. 
Tom Savini's monster workshop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that's where the good music was and the pretty PAs would be uh, uh, in there. So that's where you'd go. Sure. So uh, and, and apparently tons of people would come, uh, like young people and who would do menial jobs just to be able to look and work on the special effects and see how they're made. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of the people that worked on this would go on to get into special effects themselves. So that that's pretty damn cool. Oh yeah, Bub not looking at, not trying to eat his his arm. Uh-huh. He really, he really did look at him like like a father figure. I think oh. he looked at Logan at like that. Oh yeah, yeah. But at a hell of a cost, though, <laughs> you know. <gasps> And here, his mind is blown. That yes. you know, that uh, face—the exact face I had when I first heard uh, Pearl Jam's ten. <laughs> yes. I was I was blown away, like Bob was when he yeah. listened to Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. <laughs> yes. Um. But I mean, I see. I mean, definitely see the 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 acting chops that he had to have you know i mean because he's expressing himself through very thick makeup yeah you know the eyes alone are very expressive mm-hmm. um though um you know it, it's it, again horror you know uh not until silence of the lambs did the academy really kind of entertain horror movies you know, uh, obviously, uh, Sounds of the Lambs um, getting the attention, uh, you know, and and then, of course, you know, Get Out, you know, mm-hmm. winning um, uh, for uh, Jordan Peele uh, mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Uh, the Academy Awards largely overlooks horror movies. Yeah. And there are so many amazing performances in horror that you see Lawrence Olivier eating human <laughs> remains like this? I don't think no, so. You don't. Homie don't um, play that. You know, I was really, really uh disappointed when Hereditary uh got no love um you know uh for Tony Collette. You know, uh Tony yeah. Collette was amazing in Hereditary. Her performance just my i mean mind-blowing and and get, got no love i mean not from screen, screen actors guild or, or any of that and it's it's huh. kind of sad you know it's if a movie features a lot of you know gore unless it's the passion of the christ you know well, you gotta remember it's a business and yeah. they look at uh, it's again horror even to this day i mean it's mm-hmm. gotten better how it's looked upon but the mainstream it's all it's all a gimmick because if the i mean don't get me wrong i said yeah he deserved he deserved an oscar but because it's a great performance but the oscars are determined by the people that are in that guild you know it's not the public it's not the uh the people's choice awards or anything like that absolutely so so it's it's just all this cockamamie thing of like literally (laughs) bending over and blowing yourself you know and uh frankenstein is dead Right. yeah he just got shot got, it happens shot, when you yeah. when you when you dismember uh Rhodes uh crew <laughs> captain Rhodes people right it, it's not good those are my men in there <laughs> yeah they were mm. yeah because he did he was feeding bub uh, a bucket of chum if you will a bucket of a few a few of Rhodes chums um mm-hmm. oh but um Miguel was she- having some uh, some some sweat, some fevers going uh, on. He's uh, 
he's he's thinking about getting some uh seeing what's in the fridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a little peckish. Yes. Um Howard Sherman, who plays Bub, said that he was given time and the opportunity to bring ideas not from the page and shoot multiple takes. So that's, I think, another reason why his his scenes are so good as Bub, because uh, he yeah. said it was a very collaborative experience working with George. Um, Howard stated that he gave Bub infant-like behavior, very childlike in his sure. performance. Innocent, but still a zombie, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, you definitely, uh, you definitely see mm-hmm. that. And... Well, wait a minute. What? what? what who are these other guys? There's one, two, three, four. Oh, okay, the five. Yeah, sorry. It's, it's, yeah, it's the privates in Rhodes. Yeah, this is bad. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like this guy who plays a scientist was just used as. We got to have a guy that uh, right. <laughs> that's used for, as an example. He's a red shirt. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's a lovable red shirt, but he's yeah. a red shirt nonetheless. Yeah, right. <laughs> Perfect analogy. Yeah. Yeah, put the gun down, man. Don't shoot the mustache boy. <laughs> Let him go, Rhodes. To- yeah, Torres, get his machete. There's Tasso. Do you remember the date that was on the newspaper about the dead walking and stuff? You know what? I think it was so small I didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm because I yeah because I I don't think uh I don't think they ever I don't think they ever did um give a day or anything like that yeah. about you know because this is eighty five and if it's part hmm. of the dead trilogy you know it, it almost makes you wonder if the original Night of the Living Dead if that whole thing was contained or I mean. You know, because uh, I mean, gosh, that, that well, happened. It's not, in the so, 60s, it's not supposed right? to be, but I think the thing is, it's supposed to be. This, these are all continuations, but mm-hmm. it's just they're not supposed to be taken as they're not linear. literal. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're not linear timeline. It's, it literally, it literally is the uh, George talking about the times we're in because sure. you know this is this is right during like. This is this is Reagan. This is mm-hmm. the Reagan era. We're halfway through. We're we're into the second term at this point, I think. Oh yeah. Of of uh, of Reagan's uh, presidency and yeah, man, like. So you mentioned this. This was released in the summer, right? Yeah, it was uh, June thirtieth, but it had a sneak peek on um, July third. What what other movies was it up against? Oh, remember? God. I um I think that same summer or that same month. I believe it was like. Back to the Future, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I did look it up, and then I forgot to write them down. There, were, there was, there was actually a lot that came out that July, but I know those were the two biggies. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, um, Back to the Future. So I could see because I knew I, I knew nothing about this movie when it came out. I just knew Back to the Future and Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and plus, this had a limited, you know. You said July nineteen eighty five, right? Correct. That's correct. What, what, uh, what you got? What came out that? that uh that july do, 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 do. wait a minute do i still have it set up <laughs> oh i do i still do have it mm-hmm. so back to the future uh-huh. silverado explorers and the legend of billy jean all came out in july of 85 Ki- uh, kiss of the spider woman yep uh national lampoon's Euro- european vacation Wee's big adventure the black cauldron legend legend yep so the heavenly uh, kid for oh man man. yeah see i i knew about that movie before this movie Mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah. Here, okay. Here are all these these underground zombies. Oh yeah. Um, one thing that is a a, a tried and true uh, unfortunate theme that goes to these movies, but it's it doesn't unlike the scene here. It doesn't pull any punch. Well, just like the scene, it's not pulling any punches. Racism. You know. Oh yeah. Because like oh, Night, yeah. Night Living Dead, Cooper he represented everyone mm-hmm. who was like I I'm gonna be talked to. By by this young black man, yep. you know, by Ben, and then uh, the day that uh, sorry, Dawn of the Dead mm-hmm. definitely was all over. Like my God, the the oh that alarm right there, mm-hmm. or the or is that the oh yes the alarm? It's the same alarm they used in uh, the thing, in ah, John Carpenter's the thing, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and then Dawn of the Dead, they uh, they, they had the, uh, the the tenement member they were going into in the beginning, yeah. Uh, and then this, how how is, is Ro, yeah Roger? How Ken for he was treated, and mm-hmm. and then the and geez God, uh, Rhodes and still how they're talking at <laughs> at John. So I mean, it's that's one thing that kept it. Mm-hmm. It was just like the, the oppressors are also racists too. Yeah. So it was a common theme in these movies, at least the first three. And I think even even followed, yeah, I think it, also in Land of the Dead too. And check it out, man. Bob's figuring out. He's pretty good. This guy's yeah. th- this zombie's pretty good, I tell you. Yeah, he's figuring out how to escape, right? I mean, mm-hmm. kinda, yeah. Just. That's and pretty now cool. Miguel just uh, fucking. Oh, he split. has a he has a because he he knows he's gonna turn, mm-hmm. but I don't understand why he's just he just said F it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna let uh, Gee, these zombies just come out of the dark. <laughs> I don't know why he was like, I'm going to let them like feast on me. I, that I don't get. I would or maybe he doesn't believe in suicide. That's why he did it. And also yeah. too, he, Oh, he, he might've had this. Just, I don't know. It's too, it's, it's a few things with, with Miguel. Many layers. Yeah. That scene right there. Tom Savini came up with the, with the oh. kill. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Shovel in the mouth. Wow. <laughs> then pop. Oh, there you remember go. the, yeah, and remember the eyes? Oh, it, yeah. It was, oh. They had a remote control where the eyes were still moving while the oh. head's upside down. Um, Savini came up with that idea, and then mm-hmm. George wrote it. Yeah, look at those eyes. Blink, blink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, and so he just and those fake bats. <laughs> yeah. Be, <laughs> I mean, crazy. because the brain wasn't destroyed, man. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, the remote location for this mm-hmm. down here in the, uh, in the caves. Yeah. Uh, also, complicated transportation of the crew members and equipment. Oh, I can imagine. Uh, cast and crew would often sleep in the mine overnight to avoid the time-consuming travel to and from the shooting location. Quote, zombie extras were recruited from among the citizens of Pittsburgh. Uh, with preference given to those who had worked on previous Romero films, extras were paid a dollar for their services, because we're about to see a shitload here soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they were paid a dollar given a hat, a really cheap hat that says I was a zombie in Day of the Dead uh, and, a, and a copy of that newspaper from the beginning. <laughs> interesting. That said the Dead Walk. Yeah, so they must have had a, they made a ton of those. Yeah. Now, why is it that he didn't kill Rhodes right there? Who? The private? The privates? No, Steel no. Steel and, and who? No, uh, the John. Oh. He had the guns, man. They were pointed right at, uh, at uh, Rhodes' head. I think I think because and then he looked over and he saw the dead scientists. I think if he, I don't know, man. I think if he did that, he he just wants to escape. He doesn't want to kill anyone. Right. I know. I know that's. I think he's just. Yeah, he's not a killer. 
Oh, and uh, older Seth Green. Uh, I, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. And and see that you know that that's a good observation. Why didn't he do that? Because yeah, because they're not going to come after me. Uh, <laughs> fake the <bat>. fucking bats. <laughs> But yeah, they're not going to come after me out, in, you know, into the catacombs of all the dead, you know, all the zombies in here. So, yeah, I go this way. I let them survive. You know, however. this lighting right here very reminiscent to me of Creepshow. It is. I was thinking the same thing. It definitely is. Yeah. Doink. Just got yeah. that one headshot. <laughs> He's a good shot too. Yeah. You know what? Maybe he didn't kill him because he knew. Shit. I need to save bullets for actual zombies. Look at him. Ooh interrupting my drink <laughs> yeah definitely like kind of a little bit of a creep show uh and yeah. inspire there you know just kind of almost comic booky in a way you know mm-hmm. it's yeah. like you remember back in the day your 3d would be your blue and your red, <coughs> and your red you know? yeah, yeah. I, I mean and almost and i'm gonna say this, this kind of sequence almost gothic in a way you have the bats flying around mm-hmm. you know they're kind of going through a cave Boink. you know <laughs> yeah it definitely yeah it, yeah i agree oh, uh, you, yeah, could, you would yeah. never pay, i could never you could never pay me enough to go walking down there if this was yeah. a real thing i'd be like mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> i said up yours baby you <laughs> <laughs> mm. did have a shaft thing going there mm. oh hey i didn't realize one of the uh they had a uh star david yes. for one of the um for one of the uh, tombstones that they made for, I guess, I don't know if that was one of the uh, military or one of the civilians. Come and get it, boys. <laughs> Meets back on the menu. Right. Oh, man. Look uh, at you that. see, uh, you know, someone wearing a wedding dress. You got a, a football clown. player. That was the first time a clown was in it, and then they brought yeah. a clown back in, uh, in Land of the Dead. Wow, that's a lot of zombies. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, come and, come and get oh. it. And he's putting it in his mouth. and You couldn't. Just- that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. He he must hate himself so much to do that, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. Again, dude, that guy looks like Seth Green. I'm sorry. It's uh, Tass <laughs> that's Tasso. He's much taller yeah. than Seth Green. Uh he's taller than me. I when we met him, well, I met him at mm-hmm. uh that 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 convention. Um Yeah. Oh. Look at that. Mm, just ripped out uh Miguel's throat. Oh hey, was that uh Daryl Hall? No, no, I mean John Oates. Sorry, that was John Oates zombie. (laughs) I can't go for that. No, no can do. Oh, look at that. That is some mm. looks like someone poured some big red soda in that wound. That was (laughs) that was that was really red, that blood. That's a good reaction. Look at that. Mm -hmm. What? (laughs) What's coming down? Yeah. You if know you, if if I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. If you if they were to do an actual remake, right, dude? You, like, I was about to say the same, dude. You you beat me to it. Go ahead. Um, you get uh Steve from Stranger Things to play uh uh Rhodes, man. I mean the same <laughs> hair because of the hair. Oh, yeah, see, man, I was right there. Yeah. I was gonna say something else that they remade this. Uh huh once that that platform was lowered yeah they would have been spilling out they would have been looking around like what's oh, going yeah. on like yeah. a world war z kind of like just overflowing it, it would have been of, this like yeah like a um a, a, a waterfall of of zombies coming coming down to that yeah. hole and right here the, the privates are uh, realizing that roads is the scumbag yeah <laughs> yeah he's a real douche yeah. yeah i mean in here i mean just 
You got cowboy zombie. You got. I was they should have done a village people zombie. Yeah, they, <laughs> like I mean, all the it's almost people. as if they did. And here, uh, look, check it out. That Rodney Dangerfield zombie just got ran over by a golf cart. Oh, no respect. Oh, and, and, and you know, I do have to say, uh, this my favorite part of the whole movie. This, well, it's, it's not yet. It's it's probably uh, it's the next next five minutes. Yeah, because we see Bub and mm-hmm. Bub's. I mean, he's already forlorn because you know. He escaped, but now look, man, daddy's dead, man. Look, he's like, look, look what he's I like, did. Oh, see, I mean, that look at that. Look, look what I did. And he's like, I did this, and he's like, uh, well, that ain't right, huh? You know what I just realized? What's that? They didn't do a headshot on him, on Doctor Logan, and he ain't popped up. Yeah. Now that that was that was supposed to be an alternate ending for the for the movie. That, that that just kind of made me kind of jog my memory the the alternate ending um uh, mm-hmm. originally planned uh for all the zombies to perish in a massive explosion when they right. stumbled across explosive chemicals in the lab mm-hmm. uh meanwhile one of the crew members uh who had died during the attack uh was to have stayed dead and not come back as a zombie thereby giving hope to the survivors i think that's their way of doing that yeah, possibly because uh, because because he never got he never got hit in the head it was just it was all right. in the gut and the chest when they killed uh dr frankenstein huh. i think or, that's what that is or what we don't know or don't see is that he does reanimate and bub becomes the teacher <laughs> the student has the, become the master exactly okay here's here's tasso's uh uh-huh. death scene this this creeped me out so much. As oh a kid. yeah! Oh, this is yeah. This it's, is you rip, oh, yeah. Okay, rips the fucking. They're ripping. They rip his yeah. head, and then the screaming because his vocal cords are being stretched. Yeah, that yeah. High, Oh, and look at that! It's a crazy effect. Yeah, and that and that rope control head is just the mouth is moving. It's going. I mean, yeah, that's that's oh. good. I mean, if you could do that in a haunted house right. and have it so you know it's easy to 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 put it back together again oh my god you have people freaking out oh yeah <laughs> dom deloise here just shooting uh his gun. there's rickles i think yeah. i think his character was named after don rickles oh, i really kinda, do yeah. think so all right i see jeez wow i mean for a soldier he kind of shoots like a uh, he should be doing headshots but he's spazzing out I mean, oh. yeah, you're right. You should be doing headshots, but I mean, obviously, he's. He just said, "Holy shit!" Yeah. <laughs> and this, ooh, this one is, yeah. is gnarly. This, if you watch uh, the behind the scenes on this, mm-hmm. that scene, right oh there, my that God, they ripped the skin and the eyeball. That reminds me of Glenn when he gets killed from <gasps> Walking Dead, man. Yeah. Oh, bite his fingers. Mm, fingers. Yeah, this is. The, and he still had it, a wedding ring on, which is even more sad. He was married. He kept at it one real. Time. <laughs> Now, oh, look, he's just tackling through people, yeah. man. He's just... He's a big dude. Too. Look how big he is. That dude cuts a, yeah. cuts a shape. He's a big man. Um, there you Aim for the head, dummy. Uh, yeah, he's again. Throwing, throwing away that, uh, <laughs> those bullets. Yeah. Hey, screw it. And now, like, it's like, oh, I'll just open up this door over here. Oh, uh, I'll just open up the door. <laughs> uh, uh, I, <laughs> I said open up 
Hmm. And oh, now we're really blue. In the that character movie. who just walked by was the fisherman. Apparently, right. that was the dean and his wife, uh, the dean of Carnegie Mellon University. Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he played the fisherman zombie. And then Chef Brockett from Mr. Mm-hmm. Rogers' Neighborhood, he was in there too as one of the zombies. Wow. Yeah, now you're going to get like an unusually long. Like, it's like this zombie knows the camera's there, and it's like, I'm going to take... It's like the Brian Frankos. The, the one in the yellow, you see right there? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the Brian Frank uh, where he knows where the camera is, and he wants yeah. the camera on him. Uh, that's a house resurrection throwback. Uh, reference, yeah. Yes. <laughs> one day, maybe we'll do a house resurrection movie party. It'll be short. <laughs> It'll be really short. Now, here so we like, go. I mean, yeah. Bob this, has yeah. the gun. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> it becomes like a cartoon at the. It's like Wiley e. Coyote. <laughs> now this when he he sells this too when he this this death scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? <laughs> There's no surprise birthday party in here for me. Uh-huh. Here we go. And yeah, he, that's when he should have locked that door. Ah, oh. he still mm-hmm. guys got bit pop oh now i remember now this scene now this scene always reminds me of when i rented rented this on vhs from mm-hmm. far more because that scene the scene that's coming up where still mm-hmm. eats a bullet it wow it's it's really it's real it feels yeah. like a real i was like oh god this is too much man check it out oh and that's all in camera there's no cut wow that's yeah. That's oh. disturbing. That's a disturbing image right there. Well, they're still going to eat him anyway. He's fresh meat, man. Yeah. Um, just like Return of the Living Dead Part 2, mm-hmm. um, I don't know where it's at. I guess I'd have to scrub through here slow, but there's there's a cameo of someone just as a Michael Jackson zombie. <laughs> wow. one, of the, one of the makeup technicians uh, criticizes manager's choice to play Michael Jackson thriller mm-hmm. on the set. Uh, if you look closely, there's a zombie dressed like Michael Jackson because of his re- oh, because of this, and then yeah, and of course, two years later, uh, Return of the Living Dead Part Two did it. Mm-hmm. Is the Michael Jackson zombies coming yeah. up here? Okay. Uh, no, no, I don't know if he's coming up. Honestly, oh, okay. I, it was probably in that gaggle of people. So if you go back right. and look, because I honestly have not been able to find it. Uh, I'd have to go back and literally go frame by frame <laughs> when they have all the zombies out. And probably Google it. Maybe, yeah. Oh, oh, yum yum, that's, yummy. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a headshot where the blood comes out, and then we got Mister Furley over here. Uh, yes. Jack, I heard Jack is gay. <laughs> He's not straight. If he was, he couldn't live with the girls. Yes. <laughs> Mister Furley's up. <laughs> I would like to, I want to see a Mr. Furley zombie and then I want to see the uh, Roper zombies. Oh yeah. Like and uh, then, Helen and, then, and her Moo Moo. You know, and, the, kinda... and, the, and the Mr. Roper zombie says grunts something and then looks at the camera and smiles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. um, there they are. The, uh, there's daylight. Okay. And then here we go. Yeah, this is this is it. This is the scene. That, that I like the best because he, I mean, he has the magazines he didn't, and he's like, Oh, and here we go. 
I'm telling you. Look at the, and he's like, oh, I should have saluted that guy earlier. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think from that moment, you know, Bub sees him as the enemy. He's former military. Yeah. You know, I mean, here it's like he's shot, but he's like, but, lost. but I mean, but look at the, I mean, I think Bub took it. I, I think it was more than just like he's the enemy. I really feel he took it personally. Though. Sure. Well, Beca- uh, because Logan was treating him with like, with honestly, with love and respect. Absolutely. And he was, you know, he was feeding him. He was giving him treats, even though yeah. it was the remains of uh, <laughs> recently fallen military guys, which yeah. is messed up. And of course, he, you know, he dropped, uh, he dropped the magazines. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like oh, he's okay. Now he's been shot twice. Yeah, Rhodes by his own. Wow, <laughs> right. he's been shot twice, and he plays this well too. I mean, he's just like he's freaking out and he's like fuck you right because it's like you know that the the right arm you know he, mm-hmm. he was shot in the shoulder so it's almost like it hit something where it made his arm not operable and oh god and it shattered leg. bones yeah. um and then he got him in the thigh so i mean he was gonna bleed out from these wounds sure. alone. yeah <laughs> look at him yeah <laughs> And he's, I mean, he's trying. I mean, and, and here, you know, Bob is just, he's stalking him. You know, he's, yeah. you know, Look and, at that. Oh my God. It's like, it's like a gunslinger, man. It is. It's absolutely. And then, oh, what's behind this door? That's a great shot right yeah. there. And then, boom. Oh, yeah. Oh, you ain't right going nowhere. Gut. You know, these guys are going to do what, what I'm not going to do. And then here we go. The ultimate. Wow! See, yeah, Salute. he took it personally, man. Yeah, he like, look at that. He is like, look, oh, that, the irony. <laughs> yeah, and this whole, this whole scene, um, the feast, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's long, it's drawn out. Yeah, it's, oh. we're going to show every bit, and 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 he's sitting there and he's watching his legs just wander away. This was ad libbed yeah choke on him that was not on the page he came up with it you know the guts in there were rotted over what yeah those were all pig intestines and stuff what happened was they they had they used them throughout the whole uh shot well the show and they had over the weekend they had they they had stuff in the freezer and someone unplugged the damn freezer so the smell is unbearable um it was uh it was (laughs) <laughs> oh and it's like here i'm just gonna throw yeah. these dog tags away and and get to the meat but i mean it's this is drawn out and and long i mean it's yeah. of of any other death in this you know we're, we're seeing liver getting eaten and they really yeah, they really went for it in this one. i mean just <laughs> this is just gory as hell i mean they're making you know, they say if you take out, uh, what is it, all of the intestines and lay them end to end, it'll wrap around the earth three times or something? No. Right? <laughs> one person or everyone on the planet? No, I thought it was one person. No, that's not true at all. No, okay. or, no it would be a mile, right? <laughs> I don't, I think that's, I think that's bullshit. I think it's long, but not a mile. Oh, I don't no, think no. I have a mile because, you know, how long it would take for a, for a person to digest anything and for them to get shit <laughs> yes i'm 42 years old john i know how long it takes to, to, uh, to i haven't a taken shit. a shit in three years <laughs> it's that mile long gi tract i got yes yeah it's where my leg gets numb because it's, i've been sitting on the toilet for so long 
<laughs> yeah, I, I wake I, I I stand up and it's like I used lost the use of one of my one legs. summer I was on the toilet so long my ass fused to the seat. Yes. <laughs> it was bad. Oh yeah. There we and go. There you go. See now now is this the hallucination? Did she really die? Was she really chomped by a zombie that was hiding in the uh, the helicopter? Nah, nah, or did they really every get other away? Time she, I, they got away. They got away. And they're on a beach. It's uh, it's sandy. Um, you know, uh, uh, we got the, the final three people uh, mm-hmm. that, that survived here. Um, you know, hey, he made sure he brought a fishing pole. He must have been on the helicopter all the time. This scene, <laughs> whole time I'm thinking... There's got to be seagull shit everywhere. Probably. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, because I, I've been to the you know, beach many a times and uh, have been shot on by a seagull. They say it it's good terrible. luck. It didn't feel like good luck, I'll tell you that. It's not good luck when it hits you in the mouth. <laughs> so there we go, November 4th. So if you look at it, Day of the Dead is over because Day of the Dead is, uh, I believe, the 2nd of November. Yeah, uh, D- uh, Dia de los Muertos. Muertos. And ladies and gentlemen, that is Day of the Dead. I have some critic reviews. No. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Roger Ebert said I loved it. You got it, Roger. Well, no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Ebert gave Day of the Dead one and a half stars. He praised the special effects, but was put off by what he referred to as, quote, overacting in the movie, specifically that all of the actors screamed at each other for the entire film in a way that was not present in Romero's earlier films. He probably copied and pasted that because he said the same thing about the dawn. I mean, the Night of the Living Dead remake. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Uh, Almar... Half a dozen. <laughs> a BBC reviewer stated, quote, it benefits from a far larger budget uh, than its predecessors, but suffers from a story as malnourished as the zombies are chewing uh, chewing it up. Um, uh, th- this reviewer gave it uh, three out of five stars. Uh, the New York Times Janet Maslin, uh, Maslin uh, said, yes. There are enough spilled guts and severed limbs to satisfy the bloodthirstiest fan, but these moments tend to be clustered together, and a lot of the film is devoted to (laughs) windy arguments. I like the arguments. Mm -hmm. Uh, Variety wrote that the film was the most unsatisfying (laughs) of the original three films, and that, quote, the acting here is generally, generally unimpressive, and in the case of Sarah's romantic partner, Miguel, Unintentionally, unintentionally res, uh, I can't even say the word, risible, a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Chicago Tribune's David uh, Kerr wrote, this time the focus is less political than philosophical, beginning from a, a position of absolute <laughs> misanthropy. Uh, Romero asked what, if, what it means to be human and the, answers, and the answers are funny, horrifying, and ultimately hopeful. That's a better review than the others. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get any uh, recent, you know, critical reviews, but this movie has definitely gained more fans than it did from 1985. It's generations. At, it, it's at 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, wow. yeah, and, I mean, hindsight's 2020. Um, 
Josh Olson from yeah. the uh, the movies that made me podcast with Joe mm-hmm. Dante. He said if he go, he goes he said he's not a fan of like Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes, but he goes if you want if you ever looked at a review mm-hmm. of a horror movie and it's over like sixty percent, go watch that movie <laughs> because it's probably a really good horror movie. Mm-hmm. Because uh, what uh, Night Living Dead nineteen ninety got what you said sixty eight I think mm-hmm. when you did yeah when you were looking up that yeah, so yeah. Yeah, uh, Laurel Productions. That was yep. That makes sense. That was the same one that did uh, Creep Show, and I guess they probably also did uh, mm-hmm. Night Riders. But that yeah. okay. Now this is your second full viewing of the movie. What do you think? Um, I hate it. <laughs> I no, think it sucks. Um, it's it, it's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I guess Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead are, are two movies that that I, I can watch. I haven't, you know, watched uh, multiple times or anything, but... You really? know, okay. Um, you know, uh, I mean, you know, watching it with you and everything, it's, it's, it's a fun movie to talk about. Um, mm. And it's... Um, and it's really interesting, you, you know, uh, just, uh, it, it's not my favorite, but as a horror fan, I can appreciate it. And, and the effects are amazing. Tom Zavini is a master, you know, they're gross. It, <laughs> they they for, go, make me go, Oh, uh, and if they still do that, that, yeah, that's, <laughs> they're great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, you know, um, I'll watch, you know what? I'll, I'll watch this again when I watch it with the boy, um, you know, what, as this? he grows older. Well, not, oh, when he, I'm going to say not now, but I, I don't know if he could get yeah. through it because it's yeah, pretty, it's it pretty is. foul. Yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, ultimately, you know, it's, it's Halloween season and, mm-hmm. you know, Halloween is about, um, you know, expanding your horizons a little bit. It's about, opening up and seeing but also too it's it's about embracing the fear you know embracing the unknown it's uh i mean that's what we're all about you know uh and um you know i can i understand and i get why horror fans uh seem to love and gravitate towards this movie george romero i mean master of heart a legend and icon and um you know uh not you're not gonna uh you're not gonna hit a home run every time you're at bat no i mean if you do shit <laughs> i mean that's that's awesome but yeah but mm. I, but i mean but from i don't know for me i i i i see his evolution sure and a- absolutely yeah and, and, and especially too i mean he went from 200 pages of the original script to mm-hmm. 88 wow that is that is a kick <laughs> it is a kick in the balls then in the chin then in the gut <laughs> you know i mean that's yeah. that's a bit and it's and especially cutting the budget hat in half because he said fuck it i'll go unrated yeah. and but, that's the kiss know, of death but but i mean the greatest thing is is that we uh, uh the 28 days later the Shaun of the dead uh, yeah. the uh the other great zombie films that we've had and will have Mm-hmm. Romero very much instrumental yeah. and so I, mean, soon, I, I forgot to even mention this like when you yeah. just said Shaun of the Dead remember when mm-hmm. Sean first walks into the scene yawning yes. that's that's the opening scene today there that's the uh, Dr. Tongue scene yeah mm-hmm. with that zombie so yeah I mean 
I'm, I'm sure this movie will keep on influencing for years and more for more generations. I'm sure it's, it'll because mm-hmm. I mean I was shocked to see that it was on Vudu. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> and that was when Walmart still owned it when I when I bought it on Vudu. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Well, here we are uh, the uh, the second week of Halloween. Yeah. Another well, movie of October, party, uh, uh, <laughs> Halloween October. You know. Uh, yeah. And uh, again, uh, just relishing every minute of this season, mm-hmm. uh, eating the Count Chocula and, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, candy, exactly. uh, smelling the, even though I hate the smell of latex, but uh, of mm-hmm. masks, I, oh God, I think it's cause I was, I got around it for too many years doing the haunted house, haunted trail thing. Oh yeah I, I hate wearing a mask like that like i, I always want to get one of those not neoprene but polyurethane mm-hmm. but i'm sure it smells the same i'm sure it has another weird smell to it that sticks to your skin yeah. but, <laughs> but i but i do like that smell for well, around halloween time because sure. you know it's halloween you know absolutely you know and and the weather's cooler the mm-hmm. the leaves are uh getting uh uh, uh brown and orange and yellow there's lots ah. of foliage and um everything's dying yes yes well i mean (laughs) you know and and like everything this year you know it's it's different Mm -hmm. but the great thing is that we have the films uh and uh the the overall energy uh to to keep it going uh and uh and maybe next year maybe maybe this time next year will be a little bit different yeah but uh yeah it is what it is but of course as always we ask you to uh follow us uh on twitter at plastic things pod and of Uh, course uh, instagram plastic things podcast facebook same ditto as as patrick swayze said in ghost ditto plastic things podcast on facebook if you're able to review us on whatever platform you're listening on please uh, yeah. like uh, subscribe tell your friends spread mm-hmm. the word it's fucking halloween, it's halloween and man. we're even gonna have shit going post halloween uh i mean we do live the halloween 365 lifestyle yeah uh, so but the the thing is is that you know we keep on going and we thank you uh, for listening uh yeah. to us uh, we'll be back next week with yes. something extraordinary. Something very fun. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's, we're going to keep it going. And, of course, there's going to be an amazing, uh, amazing thing uh, well, that we're going to do. Yeah, hey, what? I'm not showing up for that. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't right, well, overhype it just yet. <laughs> it's going to be even more amazing because it'll just be me. It'll, it'll, be, me. Yeah, it'll, be, it'll be you. And, I, and, I'll, and I'll call in. But yeah, then I'll be like, oh, I got to go. It's yeah. going to be like that. <laughs> it's going to be like the Adam Sandler skit. Right. Hey, uh, so what's going on? Oh, hang up. Oh, come on, man. Sorry, I thought it was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the Plastic Things podcast, this is Rodney Self. I'm John Ramsey. And um, yeah, you know what? If I've learned anything from watching Day to the Dead, always salute back. Salute your shorts, John. I, I did that early. I did that twice during the movie. So well, clean up. Aisle three. <laughs> uh, until next time. See you later. Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs>